powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. It's March Mania at Sports Interaction. NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, and so much more. It's bananas. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness, exclusive games with insane odds you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app in Ontario, use the QR code at the bottom of your screen, or head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn to get started. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Yeah, not only is March Madness at Sports Interaction bananas, but you know what else is going to be bananas? This race for the last wildcard spot. Welcome to Game Over Calgary. My name is Audie James, joined again by, well, you know him, you love him, Flames Nation's very own, all that and more at Beyond the Box Score. It's our boy Shane, Flash. What's happening, brother? How are you? You're still muted. You're still muted. You told me you were going to unmute yourself. I did. Amateur I, I messed hour. up already. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm, I'm in a good mood because they actually did the thing. They, they did, did the thing that they hadn't done all year until last Friday, and then they did it again. They did. So that's that's beers all around, boys. That's, 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 that's beers. That's, uh, I don't know, what do the kids say these days? Uh, W's in the chat. Cope, that's lit, fam. Cope and seethe to uh, Winnipeg Jets fans and Flames fans who are wanting to embrace the tank. There ain't no tank. It's there for the head, baby. <laughs> They, well, especially at this point now, they're way closer to that eighth seed than they are anywhere near any significant lottery positioning. So, you, you know that scene from The Office when Michael and Jan are having it out at the dinner party, and yeah. he's talking about how he got uh, 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 he got the snip, and he's like, "I got yeah. it reversed, and then I got it again. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap." That's been me and a good chunk of Flames fans this season. Um, snip, snap, snip, snapping between, Hey, maybe we should tank this bitch and Hey, maybe we should, uh, we should just, you know, try and, and, and the Winnipeg jets could help us, but they've been winning. And as long as they stay within one game of the jets before they play the jets, Mm -hmm. they're in an all right spot. You can sell hope right now. They're selling hope. That's the thing. Like like three weeks ago, it felt so distraught. And it felt like maybe we should, you know, want to bl- embrace the tank. But yep. they've come through in a big way uh, lately here. First four-game win streak of the entire season. That's crazy. And it's, there's five games left. Back-to-back <laughs> third-period comeback. Shane, this is riveting. This I is don't know. so unlike this Flames team. What's going on? I don't know, but I love it. Oh my days! I got you. Got to say, like the kid. I can't remember what movie it is. Oh, I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know what movie that is. If anybody in the uh, in the comments can can name that movie, um, <laughs> please feel free to do so. Um, all right. Well, this one's covering a um, you know we're covering a win, which, which you know you know as Shane, the but you Audi also curse, know as a especially a comeback win. Yeah. Like, you never got those. Actually, neither of you had them until I, now you I go was, back to back. I was so jealous of Peter. I listened to the show after his his uh, the last game over when he got to cover the first third-period comeback of the season. And I'm like, damn, I really wish I had one of those. And guess what the boys did? They did the thing. They did the, the thing. third-period comeback. They did the thing. They did the thing. They did the they're, thing. They're, the they're thing. doing you know? it almost too little too late at this point, but... You know what? We take them. We take them when we get them. We don't complain too much. 
Um, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, Audie, I was having a full-on Steve LFR meltdown in between the second intermission there, <laughs> where I just, I'm like, I'm just like standing back here going. Hey. In all like, screaming. Like, why must you always lose to these bad teams? You're outplaying them like crazy. So it's just glad that naturally. Milan Lucic and Michael Stone came through at the end, right? Like just Winnipeg's, like we all Winnipeg's thought it was going to happen. Winnipeg's very own. We'll, 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 we'll add some salt to the wound. It's not really a wound to Jets fans. I see Liss is in here, uh, host of Game Over Winnipeg. Um, Winnipeg's very own Michael Stone, the one who, uh, who who seals the deal there and gets the game winner for the Calgary Flames. Um, but to your point, it was not always the – it wasn't the greatest of starts – Markstrom Ooh, lets, that, lets, lets that first shot in. He's notorious for it this season. Um, how many times have we said Markstrom lets the first shot of the game in take or uh, or take a shot every time he does? If you're rewatching all the games, you'll be wasted by game 10 uh, or something stupid like that, but he does it. Um, they end up going down in this game, and it's like, damn, are we really about to do this all over again to the Winnipeg or the, the Winnipeg? I, the Jets are living rent-free in my head right now. Uh, are we really going to do this all over again to the Ducks again? It's it's almost like they played two games. They played the Ducks, but they also played against their own goaltenders, both of them. Because I I don't I can't remember who pointed it out on Twitter, but someone said that Markstrom went two goals against on nine shots in the first. Vladar the same in the th- the second. So the Flames came out and just didn't let any shots against the third. Yeah, they they, they were just like we're just going to keep the puck the whole time if that's and you know what. <laughs> When your goalie, which has happened way too often this year, when your goalies aren't going, uh, yeah, the possession part is huge for them. So <laughs> the the Ducks got their first shot of the third period at the eleven twenty eight mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To which point Hannah turned to me and said, "Was that their first shot?" And and then of course our boy uh, Greg Millen, yeah, that was their first shot of the third period, uh, for the Anaheim Ducks, and uh, yeah, it was um, you know. They they make that goaltending change there early in the well not early they to, to start the second period, um and they score promptly right after there Mangiapane does his thing, uh and 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 you know scores scores a big goal and I'm thinking maybe it's maybe this is the Vladar thing where the boys rally around Dan Vladar and seemingly play like you know Dungus in front of uh in front of Jacob Markstrom, so it's uh. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of stuck in this. Like I'm happy for the win. I I was fully expecting to come on here and, and talk shit. I know we were talking in the group chat, me, you, Oof. and JJ, uh, about what are we gonna do? It was was Sir Bagalos gonna come out, and he's sitting right here beside me. Um, if the Flames end up making the playoffs this year, actually, should we let's let's should we do something to Sir Bagalos? If the flames, I, I mean, what's the parameters though? So like, is it? I don't know. I'm not a bag on the head guy. I make fun of way too many Oilers fans for doing that during their decade of darkness. So I'm all about that good karma. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's I'm all, all about you, those. I, you know what I'm all you about? Do whatever you want. I think that's I'm all hilarious. About, so. I'm all about those YouTube views, baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm all YouTube about. Views. I'm all about the content. I'm a content guy. Whatever gets people to come and watch. If it's Sir Bagalos. Uh, they're now my well, secrets are you know you gotta put to... you gotta put the loss away. We are streaking in the we right are. direction. We are, but I want to know, Flames fans. I want to know in the chat. Um, Sir Bagalos, 
Is 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 he continuing into next season when we get frustrated? Are we doing something with him if if the season ends and them making the playoffs, making the cup final? You pick. Let's just say this real quick. If they get in, if the Flames get in, mm-hmm. I don't think any team wants to play them. I, I yeah, they're they're on the bottom, but they have been in every single game, even though they keep losing. Uh, there's no three on three, which they are notoriously bad at in the playoffs. You just keep playing five on five, to which they are a top five team in the league at controlling play. So Calgary getting in, period, and this has always been the strength of a Daryl Sutter coach team, is if they get in, they can do damage because they always have played playoff hockey. So uh, they may not have a ton of win streaks, but you only need to win four in a seven-game stretch. They don't need to be in a row. So That's true. I just, just They have offensive weapons that haven't performed. It, that doesn't matter in the playoffs. This, Gretzky was saying it on TNT today or whatever program it was. Uh, the slate gets wiped clean. It's zeros across the board. Whatever you did doesn't matter. Go out and work your butt off. And I love that. And so Calgary's selling the hope for that. And, you know, it. it I don't know. You, you do it this late in the year, and it just it brings the fans back, which is the problem because they usually wait until the last minute to tear our hearts out. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, to your point about playoffs, it's it's pretty much uh, you know find a gear, dig in, work, uh, no quitting, just nonstop. It's uh, it's a clean slate, and those are the things that are uh, you know honestly the recipe to success in a regular season, and even more so in the playoffs. Um, before we go any further, let's uh, let's say hello to the chat. There's a lot of people in here watching right now, uh, so I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the people that are in the chat with us right now. Okay. Um, I know Liz was in here nice and early. She was, uh, she was uh, uh, running her mouth a little bit, saying the Flames will not let me have one good thing. She is, as I mentioned, the host of Game Over Winnipeg, so she's not very happy. I will mention a little wager that the Game Over Calgary hosts and the Game Over Winnipeg hosts have um, coming up pretty soon here. Uh, I'll Actually, I'll announce it at the end of the show. Let's do that. Uh, Lindsay, hi. How are you? Um, <laughs> let's see here. Where are we? Uh, this team is going to give me a heart attack. That one coming from the power of the riff compels me. Uh, that has been kind of like how I've felt all season. Uh, this team has kind of given me, and and, and imagine this, imagine coming on here 41 times a season and having to talk about everything that's happened this season. I've, I remember a couple shows I've had Matty Rose on twice. And after the first one, I saw him in person and we were talking and I was like, man, I'm really sorry about like, (laughs) that first show we did because it was a blowout loss we didn't really have much to talk about it was a late game and it was like what are we going to talk about this team has has been losing and and this that and the other i'm like all right let's let's have a good one the next time i have you on and lo and behold the next one that happened was the exact same thing um (laughs) so try doing that 41 times a year and tell me how your heart feels um at the end of it all uh, some audience Shane love and yes Conrad pre-recorded sports interaction ads uh, that's some new uh, new stuff that I should have been doing earlier <laughs> but I definitely uh, I'm glad that I'm on the train now Robert giving me love to the pride hat um, I believe they're still available I saw them at the Wranglers game go Rangs um, every single flame wore the jersey they love did. that they did love that fucking they did absolutely we, boys yep we talked about that uh, after that game and just how important that was. And, um, you know, 
we have some Russian players on that team who, uh, who, who wore the jersey too, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but I'm proud of this team and, 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 and what they did. The jerseys were gorgeous. The logo on this hat oh, is gorgeous. I love like, the design. Oh, the... So unique. Yeah. So the... unique. It's like, like it's completely stood out from the other ones like that have happened. So Absolutely. I love it. It give everyone it, like, hockey is for everybody. And that is awesome, man. Yeah. I love, I love the inclusion. It was, it was gorgeous and well thought out. The flames truly done a good job have killed year. their warm-up jerseys this year across the board. It's been yeah great stuff so yeah the canucks are always good for them too and now i'm glad to see the flames stepping it up another level this year and just like knocking it completely out of the park mm-hmm. those indigenous blasty jerseys were like we're unreal I, I i wish they i wish i could buy one like not the game used like just a replica just give me a replica and, and like proceeds go to wherever um i just those were so nice i i was a big big fan of those um okay let's see here um, they need to get Coronado in for at least a game to burn the first year of his contract. That was apparently promised to him and his agent that he will get a game. I'm pretty sure that, uh, the first year of his contract is already burned. Yeah, as soon as he, as soon as he signed yeah. it and reported to the flames, his caught his, his, it's kicks in. So he got yeah. a signing bonus, um, but he only gets the prorated salary for whatever mm-hmm. next year is everything. I, I actually been thinking about this. Uh, we've seen this same lineup for three games now. I think this is it. They're going to keep the kids in the box until they're definitively made it or are eliminated, which at this point might be another three out of the five games Four, it might it might be until the last game. So we might not see Pelche, Coronado, or Rizichka at all. That's a possibility because I feel like they're going to just stick with this group. They've won four. They've won the most games in a row they ever have. There is quite literally no reason for the coach to change it, yeah. uh, especially when the pieces that you would pull out were the, t- the ones that scored tonight. So I, yeah, that regardless doesn't help. That doesn't of help, play, eh? it's justification <laughs> just to keep keep them alive. I, I I think you could insert all three forwards in the box and take three forwards out of the lineup and you'd be a lot better, but that's hindsight or or thoughts, my own personal opinions. So yeah. as long as they keep winning, you can't really say much. And if they do find a way in, I, I you know, I gotta eat a, I gotta eat a fair bit of crow, but I I not as much as I think. I still think it hasn't been the best managed season um, behind the bench, but right now it's uh, it's going all right. Yeah, and that's that's you know you mentioned earlier that like if this is a team that squeaks into the playoffs, you don't think other teams are going to be wanting to fuck around with the Calgary Flames. And I, you know, at the beginning of the year, it was kind of like you know, well, not even at the beginning of the year, throughout this whole season, it's been. The same ebbs and flows, the same ups and downs for the most part of the year where, uh, oh, is this team going to make it? They show signs of being flashy. They show signs of being good, and then they go on a complete shit tank. Uh, little skid, and they crush your hopes, and then that you know changes, and it's ups and downs, ups and downs, snip and snap and snip and snap. Um, but one thing I've, I've, I've remained constant on all year, and you can go back and watch all the other shows, no matter how much I shit talked about how the Flames have played, um, the one thing that has remained true and one thing that I've stud- stood by and I will stand by till the end is that this team, I think, is built for the playoffs. Um, and you talk about that fresh slate. Talk about talk about a group who needs a fresh slate more than the Calgary Flames. I will absolutely wait. 
a team that's on well, the precipice of a of a of a of a um of a trip to the postseason who could use a fresh slate any more oh. than this band of misfits teams or team who have all the right pieces but just haven't quite meshed it together all year who like who tell me who you know who needs a fresh start more than anybody in the entire league is probably jacob markstrom he needs right. that gaa back to zero and that and and just just ignore it the only thing that matters in the playoffs is the w's you can you you know they say that the season but playoffs even more so you you could get if you have an 880 and 14 wins that means you're still in the stanley cup final doesn't matter how many save percentage you save percentages it means you're doing what you need for the style of play for your team um calgary probably needs them in the 910 ish range and they would they would be fine but they've been in the 880 or less range that's about good 30 not good yeah so but i mean the, the goaltending alone would love it um i think a couple i think Kadri and huberto wouldn't mind a good reset too um i don't know a guy like manjapani who Manj- well i think he's been okay he on the defensive side of the puck guys like Manj and coleman like yeah, they may not be producing goals, but they're still playing solid. And and part of it is you know prov- when you're getting all those chances, it's time that the other team can't be getting them on you as well. So then with Backlund for most of the year, he I I actually am fine with Manjapani. Is he five point eight million dollars produced this year? No, no. Is he been over three million dollars worth of value for me? Yes. I, I could look up an appropriate evaluation. I'm just, it's late at night and I don't want to. <laughs> but uh, I, I think guys like those that still provide defense, you got to remember, he's been playing with Backland all year. That's a third line. And having 16 goals and close to 40 points for third line production is pretty fantastic. That's actually pretty good. That's what you'd want minimum out of your third line anyways. So I, I, I think more or less the, the, real, the, the big contract guys, and uh, on defense, I don't think anyone. I think they're fine on defense. We Weger's been on a upward trajectory, like climbing Everest in terms of level of play and impact. Troy Stetcher was off the rails tonight. Just speed that rush where he just his speed bumped that check and he still got in deep was awesome to see. Um, I, the Flames defense don't normally rush. We haven't really seen something that dynamic with that speed since Shillington's been gone. So. Mm-hmm. The defense, I think, doesn't need a reset. They need to keep rolling. Uh, yeah, and, and, and forwards, a few of the big ticket forwards and the goaltending, uh, even just getting in, I think it would rejuvenate them. And just the, especially Kadri having that taste of the playoffs in his mouth again a year later might spark something. Might, I'm not yeah. saying it will. But. Yeah, and talking about Uyghur like tonight, holy shit! What a like bro assist and a half on the yep. Lucic goal. Blocks a shot deep in the D zone. Puck goes up ice. Here comes Coleman. Flips it over to none other than Big 17, who... Uh, no is... look snipes. Yeah. I called it a snipe on Twitter, and someone pointed out he wasn't looking when he shot it. He just had <laughs> his head down. And I was like, hey, it's still I'm still calling it a snipe. It's no look. Just because he was just because he wasn't looking doesn't mean I'm not going to count that's it for how, him. That's how that's... He, had them, he had them right where they wanted, or right where he wanted well, them. I, I get with all those years of shooting five hole is just a fake for right now. You know, that's, yeah. that's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's, uh, I can't agree more. And talking about, I, I really wanted to touch on that clean slate thing. Cause I've been stewing on it about, you know, everybody talks about that clean slate and 
who else uh, other than the Flames? And a couple comments here kind of just touching on that. Excuse me, both coming from left-handed penman, one saying the Canucks. I'm talking more or less, and I get your point, and then you followed that up with, wait, not the Canucks. They kind of already got their reset with Talkit. Good point. But I was more so talking about teams that are on the cusp of the playoffs, and uh, unless I'm just completely ignorant I think Winnipeg got their fresh start when they switched coaches. That that is a massive thing. And then the next thing was when they got Ehlers back after missing him for sixty games. Mm-hmm. That that's uh, the other one of the main reasons the Jets are rolling right now is Bonus is finally playing. Ehlers got an uptick in ice time. He's their best player. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. In my opinion, Nikolai Ehlers is their best player forward wise. Josh Morrissey is separate case, and Connor Hellebuck alone. But if if the, when they, as soon as they realize Nick Ehlers is their offensive driver, it's going to be dangerous for everyone. But they do play. They play. It's Rick Bonus. It's the same thing we saw Sleepy, Calgary play against uh, the Rick. Stars. It's it's not a lot of space. It's not a lot of offense. It's it's what you watch Calgary do. It's a, it's two teams playing the same style, fighting for that last spot. And Winnipeg's subject to exact same grievances of oh we can't score today. Oh, or if your goaltending's not perfect, you're gonna falter. And 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 so it's two teams battling to basically see who screws up the least and can crawl in but once they're in doesn't matter who they are they're dangerous yeah as far as i'm concerned the jets have used all of their scoring uh luck in the past two games they outscore opponents 12 to 3 in their last two games uh they put up a six piece against the red wings and then six one tonight against the devils so um but if you look at the two teams and look just how hellebook versus markstrom has played this year like that's why public faith and, and the fact that they have the percentages in the standings are why they're favored yeah but favoritism is dangerous this time of year the pressure is all on them the pressure on cal it's a bit on calgary but there's more pressure on the jets to stay there than there is on calgary to pull through in my yeah. opinion again these are just opinions um but but i think that i think i think if calgary gets in they'll come in rolling and if winnipeg gets in winnipeg will backed in and I I know which one would have like, in my ideas would have more success success and that's yep. the Flames. So they just got to keep pushing. Nashville is in tough. They're missing everyone under the sun and traded so many pieces. Yeah, it's like uh, what do they have left? They're 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 living on kid power and UC Soros. So Luke Evangelista is just going off there. So it's fun to one thing that's done though is it's created a fun atmosphere not just to watch the Flames but to check on other teams right now. It has late yes. to the year and people are still invested, which is which is why when you ask which games I wanted to help co-host with you, I would said, "Oh, let's go late in the year in case there's a yeah you caught you shot your shot there yeah in case I there's a playoff race I yeah, said and I said did. those ga- I said the divisional games would be close didn't realize it was going to be the ones against yeah <laughs> Winnipeg and Nashville but yeah I digress at least we're talking about relevant hockey and not like whatever Nate Thomas is going to talk about on the Ducks podcast because sorry Nate sorry Oof. buddy yeah, but, that was a uh, that was a low blow. That was an unnecessary okay. drive by. But it's okay. We They're thrive. talking about possibly getting Bedard. That is fun. So. We th- we thrive on those unnecessary drive bys here on Game Over Calgary. The amount that I've done on guys like Steve, or I've I picked on Gould a lot for some reason. <laughs> like it's just like or James. Like I don't know. It's just you, you get the drive bys in when you can. Um, I want to look ahead at the schedule a little bit here because I'm just, it's it's been so fascinating to me. Just like. Utterly fascinating. It's so crazy. It's crazy, crazy. crazy. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. As we as we weird everybody out and everybody leaves. Um, off day tomorrow for the Calgary Flames. Then they host the Blackhawks on Tuesday. Just to follow that up with that big game on Wednesday against those Winnipeg Jets. Um, I I would be lying to you if I told you. Like I like I, I got to be honest with you. At the, like if you asked me two weeks ago where I would be right now as a Calgary Flames person, um, I would tell you that I'm fully invested in the Toronto Blue Jays. I would oh, say yeah, I, I, I watched them get I watched Chris Bassett let uh two pitch dingers go out of the yard today. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. And, and I feel and, bad and for the guy. The only <laughs> shitty thing is that we got a the, the, the we got as as Flames and Blue Jays people, um we have to double what we see as Blue Jays fans uh opposed to what we see as Flames fans. But hopefully it's not as bad as everybody is seemingly thinks the sky is falling three games into the season, 162 games. The Blue Jays got this. That's a, that's a game over Blue Jays for another day. Game over Blue Jays? Eyes emoji? Are the people that need to make that happen watching? Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, tell me what you think. The, 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 this schedule, they got Blackhawks, Jets, Canucks, Preds. Really, their toughest games based on... Canucks. It's going to be Canucks and Jets. Well, What's well, the Jets, obviously. That game matters more than... Well, they all matter, which is crazy, but the Jets one matters the most. You yep. win in regulation. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing that is not on the flame schedule. Nashville and Winnipeg play each other. Very clearly, for Flames fans, at this point, you want a Nashville regulation win. Yes. That is the best outcome for Calgary in that game. Those are two games, two games, with a massive massive amount of impact for Calgary season down the stretch those like it'd be worth tuning in to watch the Jets play the Predators because if the Predators win it is mad Calgary's odds spike massively it's, it's crazy that, that's the game that so, they need they, they they need to they can't go shot for shot with them they need to outpace them because Winnipeg has all the tiebreakers so Calgary has an easy schedule in, they do. on paper they on do. paper so the, the the best thing about this whole Jets-Flames game followed by Jets-Preds is that for the Jets, it's back not back-to-back -back literally, but they play the Flames and then they play the Preds. So it's going to be like we could know pretty soon like how things should be kind of lining up after that. Pre if the Flames take care of business on Wednesday um, and then if the Preds can help take care of business on Saturday – because then they play, them being the Jets, play San Jose on the following Monday. And then they go to Minnesota, play the Wild on Tuesday. That's a back-to-back. -back. Then they have a day off, and they go play their final game of the season at Colorado. So you want to talk yeah. about strength of schedule and how it might look bleak if those two games don't go in favor of the Winnipeg Jets? Might be looking a little bit better there for our uh, our boys donning that flaming C, eh? Number one, though, they need to just take care of their own shit. That's true. Like, yeah. like, like they, like, Winnipeg. Whatever happens to Winnipeg is irrelevant if you don't win any of those games. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you, you have to. So it's it's just don't focus on the outside noise. You finally won four in a row. There's no reason that you shouldn't have the hope to beat the Blackhawks. 
Yes, you've lost to them already. That doesn't matter. They're still bad. They're horseshit. And but but it, as we've seen the last two games, I'll, I'll tell you this: Calgary has actually dominated, dominated possession the last two games. They have got dog shit goaltending, right? If they can just do the same play in front of the net and their goaltenders make just the basic, simple saves, they will beat the Blackhawks and the Sharks and all those easy teams. That's fine. They're playing lights out in front of their goalies. They need to bring it right now. Mm-hmm. They were great from Boston till about a week ago. Markstrom was unreal, back in his prime form. They need that now. This is the time now. It's great. That was needed as well. But you can't fall off right now or your whole season's done. And it sucks because it's a one-player position. You can't. And and both of them are faltering. So someone's got to step up. They're not going to put that pressure on Wolf at this point of the season. No way. So uh, it's it's going to be on Markstrom. I don't. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he played if they win the first game here. I if he plays both on the back to back, I would I would. We've seen it before. It, it's not surprising because it's people... it's primary lineup for the coach. Go time right now. He's even he's even uh, like in Vancouver. He gave the ice timeout in a very specific manner. There was a very clear top six, bottom six division against Vancouver. Um, so that shows me that okay, he recognizes how crunch time it is, and he's shortening his bench when it matters. So mm-hmm. the co- the coach is showing better signs of 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 game recognition, and the players are mostly responding with great play. So that that third period high chance high danger chances were eight nothing Calgary with five minutes to go. So yeah, not it's, surprising they were. It's not no surprising. no no, and 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 if you watch the game at all in any capacity it shouldn't surprise you whatsoever it was mostly dominant by calgary after a little bit of a blunder there in that first uh in the first little bit of that first period but um yeah all i can say to the 33 people watching and the shit ton of flames fans in alberta in in across the country across north america all across the world buckle up baby it is going to be a fucking crazy final five games for the Calgary Flames, it's going to be a lot of scoreboard watching, and it's going to be a lot of uh, biting your fingernails, and um, you know, hopefully, it ends up in something that uh, that that leads to a postseason berth for the Flames. Because Shane, man, I want to party with you down on Seventeenth Ave. I want, I want uh, the well, well, I, the red lot back, baby. That's I want to go back there. I want to drink over expensive beers. I want to spend way too much on gas to get there, and I want to not regret a single minute of it. Yeah, it is, I, uh, I, I need what we live for as sports fans. I, I love, need it. I love twenty dollars giving me one beer. It's last fantastic. year, last year I wasn't able to partake because PK and that was the intro. That was the uh, the 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 um, uh, maiden voyage of Game Over Calgary was that playoff run and PK and I were on every show together. But now that we split the program up between the two of us, it should allow for both him and I to uh, enjoy the festivities with, uh, with all the other flames fans. But I, I'd love for the new guys to experience the red mile. And yes. first year, yes. it, it'd be, it'd be a real good way for them to fall in love with the city. If you, if, if, if you talk about any player that's been on a decent run, they all talk about how great the red mile is and how fun the people of Calgary are when the team's doing successful. So I absolutely want that every year. Yeah. I, I, but I want it every year. So we'll see if it happens this year. Hey, you know what? It's always a blast having you on. Um, 
you and I, I think, uh, I think we think alike. I think you're a little more, uh, a little more s- s- smarter than I am uh, when it comes to. Nerd. Yeah, you're a you bit of a say. nerd. You're a fucking it's nerd. It's nerd. Um, I pride myself. Soak it in. Uh, oh, great! Nate just showed up, and I don't think he heard his unnecessary drive by. Drive by, Nate. Boy, do you yeah, have Nate, a good one. Don't tune in don't t- rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Listen tomorrow uh, when it's up on the podcast. Shane, tell everybody what you're up to and where they can find you, my man. Beyond the box score tomorrow morning, uh, usually eight to ten a.m. Uh, FlamesNation.ca. Uh, you can find it's a full game review uh, using analytics as a sub, like as an ad- additive for information. Uh, we talk about possession. We talk about chances, and I try to talk about half the roster every single game. Um, we, I watch every single game live. I don't miss one because I want to bring honest, great content to the people of Calgary um, with a, with a bit of a coaching slash num- numerical outlook to it. So I love it. Uh, I love engaging too. You can follow me at Twitter is my number one thing um, at flash underscore thirty three, and yeah, and then uh, and. Uh, yeah, you ever need to know anything or you ever want me, just uh, shoot me an email. It's usually in my bio. Yeah, go check him out. Go check out all the wonderful work he's doing uh, over with his articles on Beyond the Box score. Um, great work by the Flames tonight. They dug in. They held on. They got it done. They found another gear. All those wonderful, wonderful terms we used earlier on in the show. Thank you so much for stopping by and watching the show. If you're listening on Playback, please be sure to uh, review, rate, all that good stuff. And if you're watching right now, hit the like before you head out. Uh, it's absolutely free, 99 to do. I'm just kidding. It's free. There's no 99 cents. Um, it's free to do. So it's a good way to support the show and support the uh, beautiful people at SDPN. But by the way, if you're new, hit subscribe. Ring the bell. If you're not, if you're new and you haven't subscribed to SDPN Sports, uh, you're missing out. Lots of really good things on the horizon here. Um, and check out uh, the latest SDPs as well. The, this one's a little bit of old news, but HQ up and running now um, in the new building. So it's, uh, it's, it's exciting times here for all of us here at SDPN Sports. Thanks again to all of us or all of you who listened. Thanks to our friends over at Sports Interaction. And thanks to SDPN Sports for allowing this to take place. Be well, everybody. And oh, a little bit of a voice crack, but we will talk to you guys after the next Flames home game. Peace. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.